grain to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. Strap into your mash tun. <laughs> okay. All righty. Uh, yeah, that's a thing that just happened. Strap uh, on. <laughs> Strap on your mash tun. She's in for a good time. <laughs> All right. Uh, ad reads. Uh, <laughs> the American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the far link above our homepage and join today. Uh, Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. It really helps us out. Super easy for you guys to do and I want to give a shout out to Black Belt patron Andy Thompson. If you'd like to be as cool as Andy, head on over to patreon.com slash studios. If you're doing Amazon shopping, head over to uh, blindestudios.com click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal. It really helps us out. Wow. All right. Um, we got a full show today. Uh, today we are doing Listen to Mail! We need a sizzle thing for that. I know. <laughs> we have one. I just, uh, well... I think we were half in the bag when we made it, and I don't think... It, well, I mean, we're, that's ropes. how we do this show. I don't... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, know. right. Uh, but yeah, so, Brian, what have you been up to beer-related lately? Well, let's see. On the last episode, I talked about the... Sour program, I believe. Uh, yep, sour program and Hoffman Barrel Light. Hoffman Barrel Light. I talked about. Oh boy, I don't. What else? Um, Have you had a beer that's made you excited lately? Is there a beer that you've like? Oh. Um. Well, I kind of like re. Got excited. <laughs> that makes I, sense. No, no, re- rediscovered. Rediscovered. Um. Uh, Fulton Three Hundred is still oh, really? just. God damn it! Such a good beer. And I ran into, I, I was just at a buddy's house and he had some 300 and then and later bought a, a glass of it at Tamarack Tap. And I still really. That's a good beer. Really like that beer. It's, uh, it's Mosaic, isn't it? Yeah. As yeah. far as I know. I like that hop. That's a good hop. Same. Uh, can be kind of all over the place, though. Sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. There's, depend, it depends on on the, the, the pick time. Mm. Um Primarily, um, I don't know. Other than that, at the brewery, uh, we had a Mighty Axe Hop sales gal come in, and uh, looks like we're able to contract uh, as little as one box a year, which is great. Because I don't think I mean we kind of did an analysis on the amount of hops we use, and I don't I mean I think the the hop the hops that we use the most we probably use about three boxes a year. How big is a box oh, for those well, of us who don't know? They come in three sizes, but I would consider what I'm talking about a box of hops. I'm talking about 44 pounds. So they come in 11, 22, and 44-pound boxes for um, Pro Brew. Oh, nice. Pro Brewers. Uh, so, yeah, I was kind of excited to be able to like do a little bit of contracting because I think you know contracting hops is good for the overall hop market just to make, you know, make it evident what, you know, what needs to be grown and, you know, better projections, projections on that. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then we might be able to get, uh, um, there should be a little bit of cashmere hop hops available, uh, through mighty acts, but they're mostly, I think fair state and black stack. 
asked for or they get the majority of those but if there's leftover then contract people who have contracts with this company can can kind of get something interesting so yeah know, like the the hops is is always one of the more like contractually one of the more interesting things with brewing right because it's it's so like it's so different every year and mm-hmm. there's new varieties coming out all the time mm-hmm. and it takes a long time to to get uh the the binds to be fully mature yeah. and i i think well we had the hop guy on what like gordon's show or which? yeah gordon's show and then uh doo too I think. doo that's what it was and um yeah what was he saying it takes like five years yeah to to really get a plan yeah, i uh i was listening to uh the brewing network uh the mm-hmm. session um earlier this week and like last last episode they had uh um they had Sully on as just kind of like one of the co-hosts from uh, 21, 21st Amendment. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about a hop that, like, he tried, like, when it was in the developmental stages. And he kept calling and calling and calling and calling it. Like, he would set, it in a, he set a reminder on his phone, like, to call up the, the, the grower and be like, can I get this yet? 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 Finally, like, fine. And then, like, he set up the, the contract. Um, and then, like, he called up to go get his hops and like, oh, yeah, no, we don't have that. He's like, the fuck you don't? I have this contract. I'm like, oh, you have a contract? Yeah, no, we're good. You got it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Jeez. You know, before we get too far, I think last episode, I again said that Bjorn Bjornsson was Finnish, but he's not Finnish. He's Norwegian, damn it. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Bjorn, we are so sorry. We have uh, we fucked just, this up time and we, time again. Just and you're you're, you, su- you're such a good sport about totally it. Totally like, good sport. <laughs> <laughs> we just know that we don't mean any harm. We're just yeah. idiots. We just we exist in a world of inside jokes anyway, and so it's just you know it is, it is what it is. So anywho, all right. Um, yeah. So we don't have any homebrew to taste this week because we had some issues uh, that we were not going to talk. Well, I mean, I'll talk. So I my keg. Apparently had a leak in it, and so it was just flat. Yeah, and well, was, that's yeah, a bummer. It wasn't completely flat. It was, but yeah. Then you kind of said there's a little off there, flavor. Yeah, there's nuts. an off flavor there too, which would have been good to talk about on the air. But I want to talk about it like when the beer's actually like when there's no other flaws in the beer. Right. Um, and I don't know if it's an off flavor. I don't like. I don't know. It's soapy tasting, and I can't figure out what it is. <clears throat> cilantro. Um, I wasn't cilantro. There was no cilantro in the beer. Uh, it was the American wheat, um, and like I use citra in it, and I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're not going to talk about that this week. We'll talk about that in the future. Uh, but what we are going to do today is we have a backlog of listener mail, and there's quite a bit of it. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I think the first thing we're going to uh, the first one we're going to talk about is uh, from uh, Instagram. This was uh, sent in to us by. Uh, you you want to take this one? I'll take this. All right. So. Uh, I'll, I'll just read it. Um, well, I don't um, have to, you want to read it? Or? I, I, so I, I can. All right. So, hi. First of all, thanks for uh, a great show. I have a question for you guys or more of a topic for discussion. I was wondering if you talk a bit about standard versus alternative ABV calculation slash formula. I get the basic gist of it and that the alternative version is better for high gravity beers. For instance, I, I, I have a Utopia clone uh, going on now that has an OG of 1182. Uh, and an, and a SG of ten sixty two. I think we talked about this last time. I think it means finishing gravity. Yeah, I think because an original gravity of 
Yeah, 1180. Okay. Uh, and the difference between the formulas is about 5%. So I think what we arrived at here um, last when we talked about this last time before we lost the episode was that seeing as how he's got an 1182 beer going, jeez, um, this is kind of a tough one. <clears throat> I mean, uh, essentially, OG and SG are the same the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think there might have been a typo here. Um, but so uh, so basically, um, there's there, there's two different ways to calculate um, your your ABV mm-hmm. is, is what we're talking about here. Yeah, um, there's two different formulas. The there's like the standard formula that everybody uses. Um, and then there is like a an alternative formula. Um, I believe like the standard formula was, is like the one that John Palmer like puts in his book and stuff. Um, where I, I had found it last time and I'm trying to pull it up again here. Um, calculator standard. Okay, here we go here. All right. So the equations are, uh, the standard formula is ABV is equal to, um, the OG minus the FG times, but times, uh, 131.25. Mm-hmm. So very simple, easy to do. Like you could do that yourself. Yeah. The alternate formula is very is a lot more complicated. Like um, it's OG minus FG times seventy six point eight divided by one point seven seven five minus the OG, all multiplied by the final gravity divided by point uh, seven nine four. So is this the difference that he's talking about? Yes. Okay. So so the, these are these are the two formulas that he's talking about. The alternate formula um, has uh, it, it reports a higher ABV for higher gravity beers. Right. Um, and the standard formula uh, reports a lower one. So a lot of people will use the alternate for, formula for higher gravity and the standard for your normal gravity beers. Right. So yeah. Then what this gentleman is asking about is like. You know what? What's the difference between this? With like why I believe is the oh why it's just the way it's calculated. But I mean the the only reason that there's a five percent negligence in this is that he's it's a Utopia clone and Utopia uh, is that is the beer that Sam Adams makes that it's like twenty one percent or something right? It's twenty one percent and they routinely will win like spirits competitions like liquor it's very good i've had yeah, it and it's yeah. fantastic it's still technically a beer but i mean i don't think that it would it's not as like as crazy as five percent you know like when you get yeah so <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're looking at a five percent difference between um a six and a seven percent beer like it's not it's not that big of a swing right um and so i i believe um what i would do here is like no matter what you're doing as a home brewer, it's all going to be kind of ballpark, right? Um, oh, I, I hate to say that, but what number do you like better? Like, <laughs> it's all it is almost that kind of a situation. Well, it's it's uh, one of those things where end of the day, it's not going to make a huge amount of difference. Um, it's your final it's your final alcohol in the beer. Yes, it's good to know, but honestly, the difference between uh, like what would be the swing on like a twenty percent, like five percent. Uh, you're looking at like a two percentage point swing, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, like what's the difference between twenty and eighteen percent? 
Not much. I mean, it's that's a whole that's, you know, it's, it's up there. It's up there. But um, that being said, uh, so then the listener goes on to um, say he type types his name in and says, I mean, it's cut off for me, but it, it basically is just like good luck pronouncing that. Oh, yeah. Did I not send the name in there? No, oh, you did. Oh yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. I got the name. Uh, and the he, name. He's from Sweden. By he, the way. This, yeah, this this gentleman's from Sweden, and his name is Ivind Sebjörnsen. I hope I uh, did uh, that. Yeah, because you you've been practicing. I have been practicing a lot. <laughs> so Ivind, I would really like to actually see your Utopia clone recipe if you're interested in sharing that with yeah, us. Yeah, no, that'd be really I'd yeah, because that's kind of curious. I mean, we haven't. I don't know how much chit chat has gone on about high gravity beers, but I mean, you definitely need a. A specialty yeast and then you know you could bubble oxygen into it at about 18 hours there's all kinds of fun things that uh, are involved when you deal with higher gravity beers so yeah yeah maybe you know we uh maybe have an, an episode here ivan so yes uh, and that. then he also said i'm a bit behind in listening schedule but if casey has not been to berlin yet tell him to go to the muted horn my wife and i recommend it uh, and it was awesome uh unfortunately i was unable to go uh yeah i was I, w- I had already been to berlin at that point um but i appreciate the recommendation next time uh, next time i will keep that in mind mm-hmm. uh love berlin berlin was really cool mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah, thank you. Thank you for the recommendation. All right. All right. Uh, so the next one that we have uh, is from Brian Harbinson. And we've been talking with uh, Brian uh, back and forth for a bit. Um, and he sent in a, a beer for us. This is, uh, he sent in, what, uh, where did those things go? Here we go. Um, it is a Hellas Bach. Um, do you have the BJCP style guidelines up or no? I do. Yes, I do. All We're right. four awesome. four C. Uh, will you give me just the uh, the over the overview of there, like just that first bit there? Uh, aroma. Uh, there should be like a like the the first section there should be like. Damn it! I'm looking at. Oh, the app. app. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Give it. Give us a rundown with the aroma and stuff. What All are we right, looking so for? What are we looking for? Aroma. Aroma wise, we're looking for. Uh, well, actually, before we get any further, this is. Section four is pale, malty, European lager. Um, so this is four, is subcategory C. So four C. Aroma, we're looking for moderate to strong, grainy, sweet malt aroma. Often with a lightly toasted quality and low Maillard products. So low... Uh, you want to throw this on that coaster up there? <clears throat> Yep. Maillard meaning... Like caramely, um, bready, <clears throat> probably more bready. Um... So low Maillard product, moderately low to no hop aroma, often with a spicy herbal or floral, floral floral quality. Clean fermentation profile, fruity esters, should be low to none. Very light alcohol may be noticeable. May have a light DMS aroma. And uh, DMS is generally not, not cool in any beer, but... All right. Um, you want to hear some recipe? Yes. All right. Uh, 37% uh, Pilsner malt. Um, 30% uh, Maris Otter. Uh, 18% uh, Munich and 13% uh, Vienna uh, hops on this uh, 60 minutes half an ounce of uh, Mount Hood for 9 IBUs and then at 15 half an ounce of Mount Hood for 6 IBUs um, did a 60 minute hop stand at 185 degrees is what it says here mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, well, and then then uh, 60 minutes, 85 degrees for one ounce of Hollertau Blanc. 
Um, so this is a uh, this is a brewfather recipe that was sent, and there's just a lot of information on here that um, I don't know, I'm not sure what to do with. So like uh, we have the all all of the different uh, salt additions. Um, uh, fermented with Y yeast, uh, Bavarian lager, uh, twenty two oh six with a uh, one liter starter. Um, uh, let's see. Five gallon batch, seventy five percent brew house efficiency. Uh oh, double decoction. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Well, hardcore man. Hardcore <laughs> dude. Uh, fermented fermented at fifty degrees for fifteen days. Uh, fifty five for ten. Um, then uh sixty five for the de rest. Uh, for two days and then oh uh, 60 days lagering wow okay um, yeah did a distilled water um, base and then salted it alright so uh, should we get to taste in there yes yes uh... Uh, yeah so beers on beer cam uh, you guys are watching live I'm gonna take it from the yep, no that's fine <laughs> yep. they should have seen it already yeah if they're using their eye holes Indeed. Uh, all right. So your appearance uh, is deep gold to to light amber in color, bright to clear clarity, large, creamy, persistent white head. Um, head is definitely uh, there's good. There is retention. Um, yep. Could could use some some beefing up on the. Yeah, I, I'm curious if this was bottle conditioned or if it was. Uh, I, I'm guessing it was put into a bottle off of a keg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah. From but an aroma. Oh boy. Little, oh, that smells good yeah. from an aroma standpoint. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna lightly toasted, a little bit grainy for me, which is good. I'm getting a little like a butterscotch, like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Actually, butterscotch. Yeah. I think that's kind of you know that's part of the part of the. Uh, what was the? So there was Maris and what was that? Uh, Maris and Pils. And that was it. Uh, oh, and uh, Munich and Vienna. Oh, that's there. That's why. That's where they're a little bit of a reddish. Yeah. Oh, it. patented beer light. Yeah, patented beer light. Uh, oh, clarity is amazing. Clarity is really, really nice. Um, light DMS. Let's talk about that. Okay. Di- dimethyl sulfide. Um, That's uh, so DMS usually uh, comes out as like a corn, like a cream corn. Yep. Um, and I'm I'm actually. Uh, he he was good enough. Uh, Brian was good enough to send us uh, his BJCP score sheets, um, and you got a thirty out of fifty on this beer. Which man, that's pretty damn good, honestly. Um, let's see here. It looks like his biggest ding was aroma and flavor. Mm. I don't know if I necessarily agree with these judges on flavor wise. Because uh, yeah. Uh, so let's do that. Let's do flavor. Moderate, <clears throat> moderately to moderately strong, grainy, sweet malt flavor dominates with some toasty notes and or Maillard products, providing added interest. Little to no caramel flavors may have light DMS flavor. Moderate to no hop flavor. Spicy herbal floral peppery. Moderate hop bitterness, more so in the balance than in than in other box. Clean ferment. Well attenuated, not cloying with a moderately dry finish that tastes that may taste of both malt and hops. So, I don't know, I, like, the very light DMS, like, I, it's, it's almost imperceptible to me, like, I'm, yeah. but I'm terrible at picking up DMS. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, I get, like, caramel, 
I don't know, man. These are some pretty lazy judge sheets, honestly. There's, there's, yeah, there's not a ton of info on here. Yeah, no. And there's no notes on overall on impression on one of them. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, that's... Just a number? Eh. Brian, I'm sorry, man. You had some pretty damn lazy judges here. You even had a, a certified judge who missed the overall impression. Not cool, man. Um, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd probably push this as probably more of a 35 or 40 point beer in my mind. Um... <clears throat> Uh, there's one note on the sheets that says more control on temp late hop additions would come through more not looking for late hop addition yeah. flavor in this kind of beer so I don't know where, what what's going on with this judge either I certainly don't know what the hell he means by more or he or she I don't know I can't tell uh, no <clears throat> I don't know what the hell they mean about more control on temp so yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not picking up any they, like any like there's temp no off flavors. Temp here. off flavors, whether they be no. mash or uh, yeast. Yep. Ferment. So, um, the, like I said, the only thing that I'm the only thing in here for me is like the head could be boosted a little more and then a little better. It could be our glassware too, but maybe a little more lacing. Yeah. Um, but I. I I'm enjoying the beer. I really it's, like it's it. It's very drinkable. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, I I like. I don't really. I don't have any like big complaints. Um, I don't either. Like, let's see. I'm not really picking up. Like, I mean, I got I got the butterscotch and the aroma. Yep, there's that and the aroma, and then in flavor for me, there's yep. DMS, which is completely acceptable for this style. So, um, um, yeah. Other than that, like, it's very good. <laughs> the one judge. <laughs> Check the oxidized box. Which... All right, can we like this? This is a little off topic, and Brian, I'm I'm sorry, like, but I want to talk about. Um, it's very rare that we get to see three different judge seats side by side and yeah. actually talk about them on the show, uh-huh. um, and see just the the mass difference of that. Um, so you are a certified, yeah, beer judge, Correct. right? Um, so. Can you kind of go into like what the judging process looks like for like a BJCP like sanctioned event? Um, well, and like how 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 do we have three beer judges from one event with vastly different takes on this beer? Because um, everybody tastes differently. I mean, you know that. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's it's that whole like it's not a bad beer. It's just not the beer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am fairly certain that they like what I try to do is I try to write notes before I look at what the style guideline says and then I write my notes then I look at the style guideline so you're not influenced correct and then and then I'll kind of start adding my points in Um, and I make I make a point to cover up the points that I'm adding because I'm sitting right at a table with the other judges and I don't want them peeking at my points because I've seen it happen um, furthermore, uh, these guys, I'm the highest rated one out of the three sheets was 32. And otherwise the other two dudes gave a 29. Now, uh, the organizer of this competition is going to tell them, <coughs> uh, how many points they need to be within each other. So I, I've, it's been as high as seven. So you, you have to be within seven points of each other, otherwise you got to duke it out and talk about it and battle, and figure out like why you guys are all so vastly, you know, off on it. Um, uh, did I even touch answering that question? 
Um, I mean, kind, kind, I mean, you, you, the bits how are, how are they so vested? I don't because, like I said, just because people taste differently, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, not really and sure. And so, uh, it looks like two out of the three um, are professional brewers. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder, and like, if you look at the notes on those sheets, they're vastly different than the certified beer judge's notes. Yeah, the certified beer judge actually, like, he totally forgot one of these. Yeah, the sections. overall impression one, I don't understand why he missed that but one. But yeah, he he made good notes and then gave what I think is a much more appropriate score than the other two. And you know, I mean, sure, you got professional brewers, but yeah, also keep in mind that this isn't a this isn't a popular style either. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I think it's I think it's really close to it, style for me. It's, but. it's it seems very close to style. It's incredibly drinkable. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be this would be a good beer, like to just have around. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I, I just like it, it. It was fun to have like the 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 different score sheets. Yeah, um, it's hard to say why they went the way they did with this. I mean, maybe, maybe they were on like their ninth beer for the day for judging. Well, and, and so I, that's know, the other thing too. too. You get you get palate fatigue, right? Big time. I was in a mead section one time, and Ooh. I had I had to do eight meads. Ooh. Yeah, by the fifth one, I was. We were all sitting around the table, just giggling like children because we were drunk. <laughs> like you sit there and, and you drink eight samples that are, you know, ten to twelve percent, like mead or more, and you're, you know, you're gonna, your palate's gonna be all out of whack. Yeah. So it's it's hard though with some of these events, and you know, if the if the judges that say they're gonna show up aren't gonna show up, or you know, don't show up, and I mean it's. It's um, it's t- you know, it's tough, and there is palate fatigue is real. Yep. So, all right. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really have anything to add to that one. No, but nice, nice beer, Brian. Yeah, very, very good. Brian. You sending it. All right. Are you ready for Bjorn? Mm-hmm. All right. Whew, we got some treatises here. Um. So first of all, we apologize immediately. Um. For Saying that you're Finnish, he still he says he still he said I'm still Norwegian. <laughs> <coughs> no, I know you're just fucking with me. Um, no, I'm not gonna read a breeze. I don't remember what. I, yeah, I'm trying to remember what you were talking. That was yeah. that was a month ago. Right. Um, I like you for special. I do have a question um, for you guys. Every summer, I brew at least one Belgian style of beer because I find them refreshing and great for summertime drinking. Typically, a blonde or saison. Uh, I would like you to suggest the style grist. Uh, the uh, preferred yeast, right? I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and I would also like to have. Oh, no, what he he wrote POF plus, so phenolic off flavor positive. So oh, he's okay. talking about like a Hefeweizen or a Saison yeast yep. or something like that. You know? Thank you. Yeah, no, that's fine. Did not get that. <laughs> uh, and I also like to have a nice restrained American hot presence that plays well with a phenolic character from the yeast. In other words, not a Belgian IPA. Uh, also, what is the best water profile for such a beer? I know this is a tall order, but you are, off after all, the best beer show on the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then there's another thing that we will that we're going to talk about off air because I have a couple of ideas. I think that it would be fun uh, for the second part of this. But yeah, so uh, he basically wants to start a Belgian recipe. Do a, a saison, but we need to think about what kind of hops would go with what, what kind of hops would go well with, uh, uh, with like American American hops. hops. Amer- so, and that's that's interesting because usually we just go straight to like a saucer type or something like that for those is, styles of beer. Is sriracha ace American hop? No, I don't think it is. I don't think so. 
Sorachi Ace. Well, maybe. I don't think it is. Where mm. does Sorachi Ace come from? Oh, uh, Japan. Japan. Yeah, isn't it like a dwarf? Yeah, it's it's a Japanese hop that uh, came from Sapporo. Oh, that's right. And didn't somebody tell me a reason? Didn't one of those guys tell me that? Um. Oh gosh, where am I going with this? They tell me that there's no such thing as true dwarf or something. Oh yeah, the the dwarf hop. Yeah, we were talking about that. I'd have yeah. to re-listen to that episode. There was a lot of really good hop information. Yeah, I need to re-listen to that too. Um, in any case, so here's what I'm thinking, uh, Bjorn. Uh, a, a yeast that is is a very challenging to work with. So I'll start with the yeast. A little, okay. Uh, I'm thinking I, I really like um, thirty seven twenty four. But it's a it's a tough yeast, and it's what is thirty seven twenty four? It's the Dupont strain uh, from Y yeast. Okay, but it's a, you know it's a mimic of the Dupont strain, and it is notoriously a bitchy. Um, it'll stick, you know, it'll it'll stick at like ten, you know, ten twenty six, and you know you I, you know you got to pitch a ton of it for one. I think I would I think I pitched like three smack smack packs in. A five-gallon batch. Oh wow! And it stuck, and I had to uh, sprinkle some uh, champagne yeast in it. Some champers on there. Yeah, and it got it went. You know, it started going again. Um, but as far as you know, as far as a grist goes, like what's a good saison grist? Uh, good saison grist. Um, Pilsner wheat Munich, and then sugar is yeah, kind of off the top of my like, head. It's not. There's. I mean. To say on, you can pretty much throw whatever you want at it as yeah. long as you're keeping it. Technically, light. yeah. I mean, but I, um, I would say that you're you're gonna want definitely a Pilsner malt. Um, you're definitely gonna want some wheat, and then like I said, uh, Munich would would give it a little bit more depth of character, and then you're gonna throw a bunch of table sugar at so, it. So uh, thirty to so, dry it out. Yeah. So um, that that yeast. Uh-huh. What kind of uh, what kind of like phenolics and stuff are we? looking at with that like is that going to be super spicy is that going to be from what i remember yeah pretty pretty spicy i mean you can get saison dupont at the um at, you know usually your liquor store but um yeah spicy peppery um and like i said the the sugar is going to dry the beer out and it's also going to make it um attenuate a ton um i'm trying to think what hop would be good with that well, you know what's good with sours is isn't Amarillo that's pretty good for Amarillo is solid with sours. Sours, so I was thinking maybe Um what is uh I was thinking uh what is it lemon drop? That's not American though, is it? Mm, I can't remember. <laughs> can't either. I wish I remembered everything's. Um but <laughs> I wish yeah. I remembered all the <laughs> things that I ever heard. Because lemon drop would be good. So technically, this this saison, this thirty seven twenty four, it's spicy, complex aromatics, including bubblegum, uh, tart and dry, mild fruit, crisp, acidic. Uh, benefits from elevated fermentation temperatures. Um, this one in particular, this thirty seven twenty four, is a little bit slower to attenuate, um, which is kind of unlike the other. The oh, it is there is thirty seven eleven, and I. Th- they think thirty-seven twenty-six, but I can't remember. Thirty-seven eleven is the French farmhouse one, and it's the one that's a little bit more tame. Uh, it's a lot easier to use commercially, uh, not as finicky. But that said, this thirty-seven twenty-four I think has some of the best um, spicy, peppery flavor 
Um, you know, you can, you can, I mean, shit, you could just let this free rise. Like if you chilled to 70 and then pitched, just let it rip and then just let it do what it does. Um, let it free rise. I wouldn't even put any temp control on it and just kind of see, see what you get happens. Yeah. But I'm thinking, uh, so if we, uh, this is uh Bjorn, right? Yep. I do you know offhand does Bjorn do five gallon batches? I do not know what it is. Or what is it? Like, Nineteen yeah. liter is five gallons. Uh Math. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so for a five gallon batch, I'm thinking like mm, about seven pounds of Pilsner, uh pound of he'll, wheat. I don't know if he'll be doing pounds. We just do oh, percentage. God damn it. Uh, I'll have to come up with percentages later, but I was thinking like m- make it even like seven pounds of pills and then a pound each of wheat, Munich, and well, then table here, let, me, sugar. let me take some notes here. Yeah. And then we can we, we can figure out the percentages. That shouldn't be that hard, right? We should be able to figure that out. Yeah, chop chop. All right. <laughs> so you said seven pounds of pills? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, a pound of wheat, pound of Munich, pound of sugar. Just throw, just grab some sugar off the table. <laughs> just packets throw down <laughs> all right uh that's it yeah um so that's oh well that's super easy that's just 10 pounds brian even you can figure that math out yep so it's 70 percent <laughs> pills 10 percent wheat 10 percent munich and 10 percent sugar uh, <laughs> i hate this the, the nature of being on the air and being on the spot it 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 it's Retards my ability. It makes to, you feel dumb. Like yeah, the entire it like really it does. I, so yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> oh man. Well, in any case, uh, and then I'm thinking, you know, shit. You could do Amarillo. You could do Citra. Um, uh, so lemon drop Sim- is uh, Simcoe might be a fun maybe. one. Yeah, I mean Simcoe could be fine. Like so, it, it depends on what what kind of flavors you want to go there. Do you yeah. want to go the more herbaceous route? Do you want to go more like add some tropical brightness to it? Like you like, what else would like? Oh man, there's so many. Like yeah, I mean, if you want to go like some classic American varieties, like some of that old school stuff, I think that would work. Mm-hmm. Just because there's going to be so many other things in there, I just I would stay away from anything too dank. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you don't you don't want anything that's going to be super resiny. Simcoe might. Yeah, so Simcoe might be too resiny that way. Um, yeah. So I would I would stick to like well, Willamette maybe no Willamette's uh, going to be too earthy. What about Citra? <laughs> I mean, maybe like yeah, just a little bit of Citra in there, brighten it up a bit. Um, hmm. He's asking about uh, water profile too. Yes. Oof, so, Oofta, what do you think? I actually did a little bit of research. That's right. I prepared um, <laughs> and pulled the Trappist beer water profile from. Nice. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, from oh, what book was that again? Uh, oh no, I lost it. No, come back, come back. I need you, water profile. <laughs> I need you. Uh, from Brew Like a Monk. Oh, ah, it's a good book. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, like, I don't know. So, uh, we have the 
Orval, the Roquefort, the Chimay, the the Achel, the West uh, Vladern, like West Mall uh, profiles here. Um, I'd say like go with like the Chimay wider profile. Okay. Like why not? Yeah. Um, and so then you're looking at your uh, uh, 70 uh, ppm calcium, uh, 216 ppm bicarbonate, 7 ppm mag- magnesium, 7 sodium, 21 sulfate, and 21 chloride. All right. So, yeah, heavy on your calcium and your bicarbonates and low on everything else is kind of where it's at. Makes sense. Yeah. Really accentuate, uh, you know, those those yeast flavors. Yeasties, you know, and then uh, could do do a short rest at, uh, you know, one. Well, what was it? What did they say on the Internet? It's 109 to 113 for for your ferulic acid if rest. You, if you have that type of control in your brew house, then for, I would do a uh, like 15 minute set. Yeah. And a hundred and yeah. And he didn't say if he was going to sour it or not. And I don't think he is. No, I don't think so either. I think I think he's just going that straight farmhouse. Right. Um, what about like. Did you ever experiment with blending yeast, like blending a, smack packs? A few and stuff? times, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this would benefit from that or not. Uh, um, you could. I don't know what, what you would blend it with because I'm not familiar with that with that yeast. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a topic of discussion for another time. But yeah, I've definitely thought about using, <clears throat> you know, like seventy five percent of something, and then you know throwing in half and half of something else and yeah i never really did much experimentation with that but have i have definitely written recipes with the intent to okay blend all right uh so what do we decide on for hops oh i don't know man my vote's still lemon drop i like that hop it's fun (laughs) i think that honestly lemon drop if it is an american it is i looked it up you did yeah do lemon drop then yeah because i think that that'll That'll uh, it'll brighten it like it. That'll go super well with a saison, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Air aroma uh, specification on uh, hopsteiner.com says mm-hmm. uh, lemon, mint, green tea, light melon. Ah, boom. Um, yep. there yeah. You go. And I, I don't know. It's, it's. Just, I, I think I brewed one beer with it during the eighty style challenge, and I really liked it. We did and a Kolsch with lemon drop. Um, we yeah. did some Grant hops. It's just a fun hop. Yep. There's a lot of fun hops out there, though. Now they're all coming out of like Australia and New Zealand, though, mm, and very expensive. So expensive. Um. All right. Is is that the end of our episode? I, I believe think it, it is. is. Oh no! Does that mean we get to go home? Yes. Yes, that's right. Carlos will unlock the dungeon door so we can leave. <laughs> Carlos, <laughs> we're done podcasting, man. <laughs> We did our job, man. We did it. Let's out. out. We really have to pee. <laughs> and the drain's backed up. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks All for right. tuning in this week. Uh, if you have any uh, questions, comments, show ideas, or to have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at uh, feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. So, Studios, or follow us on Twitter at Blinders Ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>